My next guest is an NFL free agent defensive end. Welcome back on Demontre Moore. Demontre, draft just wrapped up. What were your thoughts on the uh, the wild weekend in the NFL? Oh man, it was uh, it was a crazy weekend. Uh, spectacular draft as always. Man. You know, putting on the show. Uh, got to see one of my uh, childhood favorites, uh, Ice Cube, perform during oh, the show uh, during the draft. So that was pretty cool. And then honestly, just uh, I love watching the stories. That's the main thing for me. It's like seeing everybody accomplish their dreams or goals, like whatever background you're from, like to see the family reactions, like uh, the one guy that's going, uh, I forgot who it was. He's going viral right now. I think his uh, dad was a Jets fan. And once he hung up the phone, he was like, J-E-T. And like, just to see his enthusiasm, I was just like, yo, that's what the moments are for. So um, I enjoyed that. And then on, on top of that, it was a lot of cra- uh, crazy trades going on. Some that you oh, know yeah. what happened. So that, you know, didn't happen. And then some that were just completely like far left where like the AJ Brown thing, it was like, wow. Oh, I did not see that one coming. No, not at all. He got, he got moved. And then they, then they, when they move up, they gave him like the 18th pick and they moved up and they took Traylon Burks, who was comp was AJ Brown's, but kind of wild a whole. And then with Hollywood, Hollywood, and then I was like, Cardinals. Uh, yeah. That and, was I crazy. If, and I don't know if you saw earlier, D hop got suspended for six games for PEDs. So Hollywood's yeah, wide receiver one now. Yeah, that is. That's wow. a big opportunity. Uh, son, it's definitely unfortunate for uh, D Hop in his situation. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, opportunity presented itself and he got traded there. So, you know, yeah. he, if he maximizes on that, that can be um, yeah. a blessing in disguise for him. So, Dan, yeah, Dan we'll Orlowski. Yeah, Dan Orlowski and NFL Live brought up the idea what if the Packers traded for D Hop, knowing that, all right, they can carry this salary and they don't really need him for six weeks because Aaron Rodgers is going to done. They really just need him for playoffs. They can, <laughs> that'd be interesting. Uh, that, that would be, I mean, I'll tell you, I will, he's such an immaculate talent and, uh, you know, that's a once in a generation of uh, players. So just to trade him like that, I'd be shocked. But, uh, you know, if it happens, like I said, it'll be one of those things. We'll be sitting here talking like, Hey man, I, I see that one coming. So, yeah, we'll see. Nobody knows what the future may hold. It's above my pay grade. What were your thoughts? Because with the draft, like, I mean, most years we really kind of have like one, like, kind of like bona fide prospect is like a kind of like this is the dead set number one. This year was kind of it went Thibodeau and then it was Hutchinson and then it was like Neil and then it was Iki Aquanu and then out of nowhere, Trayvon Walker, who ended up going first. And then obviously there's one quarterback going in the first round. I don't think one of them went in the second. What were your thoughts on kind of this, the weird kind of just a weird draft? Uh, it was for me. Um, I liked it a little bit more at being a D lineman. Obviously, your bias. Uh, you had a lot of uh, young pass rushers going, so uh, you love to see your own position group do good. And uh, typically, where it's so top loaded with a uh, uh, heavy uh, QB draft and uh, receivers, it was nice to see. Like I said, a lot of the big guys get a love this year. You had a lot of D linemen go early. Had a lot of O linemen uh, go early, and it was a run on them. So uh, for me, I, it was the year of the big man. So I was loving. Um, and as far as um, everybody just coming out of nowhere, I think that just speaks volume to this generation, their talent level. Um, for everybody to be so good and have so many different skill sets, but it to go up and down like that, that means that it's really close in talent and they're competing. And so competition brings out the best in people um, is what I've always said. So with them going back and forth like that, it's a testimony to them. So 
we'll see what happens, you know. Now this draft is over with, everybody's wherever they're at, uh, projections, we see it. And now it's time to, uh, for the work to really start. And I know one of your guys from AM, um, the, the uh, Leal, the Marvin, the Marvin Leal, went over the Steelers. Yes, how do you yeah. like that? How do you like that fit for them? They got a they got a deep uh deep line already. Uh they do. They got a deep line and they already have one of our guys up there. Um Dan. So um uh, you know, that Aggie connection I think is gonna work. Uh Mike Tomlin is a great coach. He's been there for years, had them uh um has had a losing season, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I think so. so uh, so for him to go up there, to be around that experience and then to be around those veteran guys that have already had a solid offensive line and some of those guys learn from, you know, Pouncey as long as he was there, I think they have a great foundation and they're just constantly passing it down. So I think it's going to be a good experience. And then on top of that, um, he got drafted in the first round for a reason. Um, he's going to be able to bring a different skill set and a uh, mantra to them. So uh, I'm ready to see how they really gel together. And with the, with the Ravens, you feel like the Ravens always, they always just kind of clean up on these drafts, even though they're never picking that high. Like they got Kyle Hamilton, I think it, I want to say 16, who was rumored to be, he was like going, I saw some mocks, he was going as high as two from the safety from Notre Dame. And then they grabbed him, Linderbaum, the great center from Iowa. And then they grab, um, what's the other guy? Oh, uh, Ojabo from Michigan. And they get this kid from Minnesota, this six, eight, like this dude, like 390, this tackle. They, oh, snap. Is it, they, I see that. Their 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 front office is incredible. Do you think it's just some just some front offices are like, all right, we're just gonna wait, we're not gonna trade up, and then they just kind of every year there's like, oh, we got this. Um, I don't know. Um, that's about my pay grade. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, you know, I feel like some people draft very well, some people don't draft very well. Some people have uh, drafts that look that look good on paper, and then initially you be like, oh, this is the best draft, and. Um, they this team had it, and then all of a sudden you go look at the end of the season. Um, somebody that you didn't think had a great draft class, they might have the best draft class. So um, at the end of the day, it's you know hats off to those guys that, you know, for getting whoever they want. But it doesn't matter where you're drafted. It's like once we get out there, it's, it's about showing up. We all get paid the same. We all put our helmet on the same way. And um, some of those high draft picks, they go out there and perform, but. Um, there's a lot of um, undrafted guys and later round guys that perform and have um, the longevity uh, as far as their career. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a blessing to get drafted high, but at yeah. the end of the day, that doesn't really matter. So um, as far as front offices, everybody has their own formula and whatever works for them works for them. Do you think with the for day three, they should uh, minimize the amount of time for the pick? Because day three runs four through seven lasts like eight hours. Like it's long. Yeah, um, I don't know. Uh, it doesn't. I don't think so. Um, no. I think I think you can get benefits from both. Like, um, obviously, you got some people that just say, "Hey, I want this to be over with" and stuff like that. But then you got some people that actually love it. And for me, um, being a player, um, I think that it should stay where it's at right now because those day three guys, like you know, everybody's not going to be that first round guy. Everybody's not going to be that second uh, round guy. And we know once you get past the third, it kind of starts running along. But, you know, they still show highlight tapes of whoever got drafted or, you know, they might show their family and their reaction. And, you know, they might – somebody that got drafted in one of those later round might have a crazy story and might be the premier player of the league. You know, look at Devontae Adams. He was drafted on uh, – he was a late uh, round guy. And then guess what? Uh, he's – 
the best receiver, arguably the best receiver in the league now. And, you know, people, it's a million of players that can be like that. And I think when you shorten that up, that minimizes it. Granted, that is more so for the fans, but still, I think that when you work so hard for this and to get to that one moment, like, you don't want to look up and be like, ah, man, like, I wish they would have just showed that, you know, I got a great story or something like that. And so um, I think you should be celebrated. This is your time. Like you worked your whole life to get to this one moment. So I don't think it should be short. And if anything, I think everybody should get at least some little love. Like granted, some people are naturally going to get more uh, media time, but to get drafted and just to work uh, your butt off and get to this point, I think there should be, it's, everybody should get their credit. Everybody should get their just due and everybody should feel important. So no, um, yes, it does last for hours, but um yeah, like I said, I wouldn't cut it. Oh no, not that. Just the the allotted pick time per team. Just to kind of oh, just that. Well, as far as as far as the team, um, I would say no as well because um, <laughs> you know uh, you you rush you rushing these guys to make these picks, and once it gets to a certain point in the draft, now you're just kind of playing like cat and mouse behind everybody. And so if you shorten up that time, I think that would like make a lot of people rush their picks. Some people might overshoot. Some people might not realize somebody was still available. So, um, no, nah, I think every second counts. It's, uh, you know, um, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather measure 20 times and only have to cut once. And so when, when I'm with less time and, and with that cut down, then I won't be able to maximize my, I guess, the best piss or thought process. I don't know yeah. however you reward that. Then I saw, so today I'm, uh, Honey Badger signed with the Saints. How do you like that fit? Um, uh, excuse me, sorry about that. Allergies are going crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's the weather. It's the it's like because it's getting a little warmer and then it's getting colder and then it's getting warmer again. It just fucks everything up. Right, and I'm in Texas, so it's ten times worse. Like humid. One humid day it's raining. Humid. Uh, as shit? It's humid. It's humid as hell always. <laughs> but then you got uh, after you got the humidity, one day it's gonna be raining. Then it's gonna be humid and hot. Then it's gonna be uh cold and then it's gonna all of a sudden by the end of the uh midday it'll be humid and the pollen has been crazy i i leave my truck out i got it washed literally every two days like i come out with a light yellow tent because there's so much pollen in there. really but, yeah, yeah. it's under, under it's, a tree it's, is just the air uh well the the air and then i got um, a tree that's a little far off to the side but it, it's just been a bad year for pollen and allergies man yeah yeah no, but, about, yeah so, so what well, was so the Yes, oh, honey well, badger. Um, so yes, LSU, obviously LSU guy has story career there, bouncing around a couple of years back in uh basically it's pretty pretty close to home. How do you like that fit with him just kind of going down there as a kind of veteran leadership? Um, as far as me, um personally, I love when anybody gets signed, um, especially being in the game. Uh came out the same year, same draft class. So uh I love to see when any of our guys are still hanging on, uh, and not just hanging on, but prospering. He's been a perennial pro bowler. Um, his resume speaks for itself. So I think he's definitely going to add just not from uh, the athletic uh, standpoint alone, uh, the leadership. He's won in the Super Bowl. And then uh, I think it brings another hunger and a drive and tenacity about you to go back to your home state where you were born, you play college ball in that state, you get back to the community uh, so much in that state. Like he's really involved, like, he embodies Louisiana, uh, so to speak. Um, and for him to go down there and play with at the Saints, I I think it's come full circle. 
Um, and it came in due timing. Um, he has the maturity, the leadership, he the veteranship to bring to that team. And then, like I said, I think he's going to turn it up. Yeah, it's 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 why with um if you taking a look at next year's class at all, there's the kid at Alabama, this DN people are freaking out about. I think is a uh, Will Will Anderson. Have you heard that name? No, I have not. I have not. Uh, I have not taken that far. I kind of like just pay attention uh, to the draft during the or not the draft. I pay attention to the college player during the year. Obviously, you hear the big name, and then when it comes to draft time, that's when I just turn on NFL Network and just start watching everybody that they're talking back the big names and the sleepers and stuff like that. So, were there any no, quarterbacks? I have not. And any quarterbacks that landed in specific situations? You kind of like the fit. I mean, honestly, I don't care. <laughs> the way that I look at it is that's the offensive side. I'm on the defensive side. Like, obviously, you pay attention to the quarterbacks. Um, um, I like the Kenny, I guess, the Kenny pick to the Steelers because Coach Tomlin, like, he's always proven that he could be a winner. And then, you know, um, it's a wide-open fit there. I think he has the best opportunity to play the quickest. And they have a solid line. He's coming in with weapons, and then that defense is always going to be good. Um, so I think as far as the best situation, he might be put in the best situation to succeed and play early. But you never know. Like, um, everybody's one play away from being hurt or one – no, nah, I wouldn't say – I don't like speaking on people injuries and stuff like that, but one opportunity away from being a starter or being a playmaker or turning something into a good situation. So – We'll see how the cards fold, but at the end of the day, they're the offensive side. I'm the defensive side. I'm only worried about me and mine as a defensive player. Like <laughs> it's defense overall. Yeah, and then so right now you're you're kind of kind of prepping, you're waiting for that opportunity. What what were your kind of workouts out like nowadays? Uh yeah. So for me, um, right now it's just prepping and um I'm going into year 10, thank God. Uh, I've been blessed and fortunate enough to play. So um I'm still learning um, as far as technique-wise, but it's kind of more of a repetition thing for me. Uh, just kind of train. Uh, I normally, I take a little time off, but not really. I'm still doing something light. But right now, I'm doing one of the days. Um, if I'm signed, typically, uh, obviously, I'm working out, then doing OTAs. But if I'm not signed, uh, when everybody starts uh, OTAs, that's when I start doing two-a-days myself, um, doing um, – running in the morning and then lifting at night and then kind of just switching it up. And then also um, on my off day, I try to incorporate either um, a boxing workout with um, Derek James and Dallas love my trainer um, or, you know, um, I haven't done my uh, trampoline workout. Uh, it's kind of like a plyometrics. Uh, so it's very intense and you do your cardio uh, and it's also an active recovery as well. So uh, I haven't done that since, in about a month, but once the two days start up, uh, I start incorporating that as well. So um, it just kind of varies, man. Um, at this at this far stage in the game, you just kind of figure out like ways to trick yourself to make it entertaining, and like it don't just become so uh, repetitious and uh, get dull. Yeah, have you, have you watched any of the USFL? I really haven't caught much of it. Yeah, I've been checking in and out of uh, out of it. Uh, one of my uh, close friends, Chris Orr, he plays uh, um, in the league. I kind of like it. Um, I think it gives uh, 
young players the opportunity, people that haven't had film or, you know, just didn't have that opportunity in training camp and they did good in preseason. Um, everybody's not able to get coached um, as well as the other person. And some people are talented enough to make it. They just need an extra developmental year or something like that. And I think that's where um, these leagues uh, like the USFL and um, I believe the XSFL is coming back. Um, they give players um, – a bigger opportunity and a better chance to make it and succeed because um, there's a lot of players that go to the league and, you know, they aren't that guy that first year, even that second year, but that third or fourth year, they become great because they've been working it in. So this right here allows those players that are only practice squad players or guys that only play during training camp, well, you just still keep working on your craft and honing that opportunity. And me uh, speaking, because I actually played in one of those leagues. You're the, AAF, uh, right? The, I did the AAF. Um, yeah. For me, coming off a major quad, quad injury and uh, for me, just coming off a major quad injury and trying to feel my feet back out and kind of get a sense of the water, um, that was a great league for me and it helped me get back into the uh, league and springboard myself. Um, there's a lot of people that are talented and, like I said, they just need the opportunity, so I think it's really great. Did you hear about the chicken salad guy a couple weeks ago? You hear about that? Oh, no, I did not. What happened? One guy got cut because he asked for pizza – Instead of he walked in. Oh, you heard about yeah. that? I I I did hear about that. There was a couple rumors about that. I, um, I I believe they said also he had a weight problem and they uh, that they didn't publicize. He, he made it seem it was just because of the meal. I don't know. This is not my it's not my issue. There's a, <laughs> like my dad used to tell me all the time. There's three sides to the story. So yours, mine's, and then the truth. I don't yeah. care who's right or wrong. I look at what you did to put yourself in that situation. So. With that being said, um, the headline, I guess you can say it's comical, but, uh, you know, when you hear stuff like that, you're just like, oh, uh, you want the whole detail. So if it's for a chicken salad, you hope not. But at the end of the day, you got a job, you got to perform it. You know what you can't eat and what you can't eat and what you can't do and what you can't do. So, yeah, you know. The, the reason I ask you is I know you AAF, when you AAF, they, they had options, right? When you, when you go to meals, they had different stuff. It wasn't just like, this is the only thing, right? It's a um, so variation. When we were, well, yeah, when we were in the AF, um, uh, I played for the San Diego Fleet, great organization. Um, Coach Mike uh, made it a point to always have options for us. Uh, he actually went in his own pocket and bought us an extra jumpsuit, uh, travel suit to wear as a team and be organized. And not only with um, just our appearance, uh, he applied that same energy to our nutrition diet. So we did have variations. You had the, the heavy carbs, the light carb station, uh, the sandwich bar. So um, we we were fortunate enough to be on one of the nicer teams and be taken uh, well care of the city of San Diego. Uh, they did good in the stadium. They cooked for us. Um, I can't speak highly enough about them. Because it's different because obviously I think – because that was the league. They're geographically based. This one's just – I think they're in um, – where is they're it? all Birmingham. in Birmingham. Uh, Birmingham, Birmingham, right? Yeah, yeah, they're all in Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, I believe it's just for this year, though. Um, uh, they wanted everybody close, uh, save money and stuff like that. And I believe next year they go to their respective cities to travel. Or I believe I think it's still up in the air. They're they're playing. Um, or they're going to be practicing in Birmingham and then fly to their cities for the game, uh, something like that. But uh, in due time, um, I like it. Uh, you know, don't bite off, uh, like the old saying, don't bite off too much of apple or more than what you can chew. So, yeah, I like it. Yeah. And before I let you go, the NBA playoffs are obviously going on. 
Any any surprises for you? Obviously, Boston. There's a lot. It's a shocking loss yesterday. Um, but like, yeah, that I would chunk. say Boston. I would say I would say Boston was probably the biggest surprise for me. Uh, them taking that big of a loss, uh, especially for them to be coming off a great win, such a against uh, such a talented team like uh, Brooklyn, and to be playing the way they were. Um, yeah, that was uh, that was a big train wreck. But um, as far as that, the one thing I'm really surprised about is uh, the competition level. Um, I've said it before time and time again since the season started. Um, this year has been a phenomenal year in sports as far as everybody competing and nobody truly just getting blown out from um, baseball to football to basketball now. All the series have been closed um, and nobody beside, except for that first game of this last series. Everybody's been like, it's coming down to the last few minutes. So uh, that has surprised me and it's been a great surprise. So I hope it keeps going and keep playing some great basketball. This the Grizzlies Warriors series got up to a really good start. I think the I think the Philly beads out because he got the, the, the uh, fracture. Yeah, and and beads out. He got a uh, he got an injury right now. I'm actually uh, kind of multitasking and watching that now. Yeah. Sixty one to sixty two. Oh really? They're close. Oh yeah. Shit, they're no, close, last time uh, I checked, it was fifteen point games. They're caught up. I think now. It was yeah. They uh, but they made they went on a run. So I that's why I said these series like you can't turn away too far because you think somebody's gonna win and then next thing you know. <laughs> That, that training took off. And, uh, yeah, as far as the Warriors series, uh, it was shocking, but that was a great surprise. And it was like, man, uh, Jai came – and not not just Jai, the whole Grizzly team, they know how to play together. And they came out uh, ready to compete. They were like, nah, we don't care who y'all are. We don't care. Y'all got the Splash Brothers. Like, <laughs> it's time for us to work. And, yeah. you know, it came down to the final second. Yeah. No, they're the real deal. Like, they came out of nowhere this year with them, with John, Desmond, Bain. Obviously, Jaron Jackson's going to – but then Stephen Adams is not even really playing because they don't really have any size in Golden State. Kind of want to – did you see that the ejection, the Draymond ejection? It was crazy. Oh, man, I did. That, that I did. A, that's I not did. a flagrant two. Uh, you know, you I, think don't, so? I, I, I don't think it was – I didn't think it was a flagrant two. Um, once he fouled him, uh, he definitely tried to catch him at the end, and, like, he could have just let him go and let him hit the ground. So he showed that he was trying to protect yeah. him. But – you know, when it's like they say, uh, when somebody says your your rep your reputation or something, and I'm not saying that it's towards that, you kind of don't get the benefit of the doubt. So who knows why why it happened? Um, but the one thing I can say that I'm excited about is the way Draymond responds after he gets ejected, or you know, they oh, yeah. put him on the radar for you know they put him under the microscope for something he always responds he responds to adversity so this next game i'm ready to see him come out with that passion that fire and like really lead them boys uh, make it a competitive series man because at the end of the day it's all about competition i love watching good competition yeah i think that one's definitely going seven because that i oh, think yeah, they're, they're both deep it's kind of the guard and at forward and not, neither of them really have a dominant center right now because adams really hasn't been playing and i don't know what the hell's going on with them Wiseman, Man. Wiseman hasn't played all year, but the Curry yeah. looked phenomenal. Jordan Poole is he's gonna get the bag this offseason. Dude, he can play. Boy, hey man, Jordan's been balling like crazy. So oh uh, man, he is he a free agent this year? I don't I don't know. I think he's I didn't think I didn't, I didn't thought I didn't thought I didn't think he was a free agent. So I think I he's like, like a sort of like a player option, but they can redo it and I, I, they don't want him to hit that open market because apparently like I thought right now they can get him for like four for like 80. But if he has open market, one of these other teams, they're going to be throwing 
eight figures at them. They're gonna be trying. Hey, that that bank. <laughs> what they say that Brink's truck will come in, especially yeah. the way he's playing in the playoff right now. So yeah, man, like twenty five a game. It's incredible, and it's it's been great, great basketball so far. And handle. He's being he's being a general on the floor. He's yeah. He's showing yeah. like, hey, this is I, I belong right here. This is my time to shine. So yeah, uh, whatever he gets, he he earned it. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I appreciate you taking time, especially I know you're a little busy. Um, how can people follow you on IG? Kind of mm-hmm. keep up with you. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear that last. Part. Oh yeah, I, 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 what's your uh, IG handle? So uh-huh. uh, check it out and follow you. Oh, I got you. Uh, yeah, please follow me. Uh, the Monster Ninety Eight is my uh IG. Uh, my Twitter is D Nuke Nineteen Eleven. Follow me on Twitch. I'm uh, constantly streaming. We're talking about sports, so um, that is D Nuke Nineteen Eleven as well. So. Uh, just remember the monster 98 and the new 1911 you can find me on any social media platform awesome man awesome man we do appreciate you taking time yes sir thanks Zach